Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mark Simone on the voice of New York, 710 WOR. Well, it's May, and we've got a big hour coming up. We'll get to Donald Trump. We'll get to what is going on at Fox News. We'll get to uh, Jimmy Kimmel. The Tony nominations are out. Uh, lots to talk about. And, uh, oh, these uh, crazy Democrats. Did you see this May Day yesterday with the yelling and screaming and throwing? This is what the uh, Democratic movement has become, throwing rocks. Although yesterday we were throwing Pepsi cans at cops. Uh just yelling and screaming and going insane. We'll have one of the nation's top psychiatrists a little later this hour to explain this to us. What the hell is wrong with these people? When are they going to calm down? You know, when the Barack Obama was president, a lot of people weren't thrilled with that. And once in a while, you'd read about it or hear about it, but not 17 articles a day all over the front page of the paper. Seems to be a lot of people with issues. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? You just, you know, have problems adapting to... President Trump. Yeah, but it's a hundred and two, three days now. Uh, you got to, you got to calm down. You're going to attack him, but not twenty four hours a day. You must have friends like I do on Facebook who are uh, people you've known. They're fun, happy people. Uh, whenever you see them, laughing, joking. Now you look at their Facebook page. So all they do is rant and rave about Trump all day. Well, there's even people who voted for him are a little concerned sometimes. Oh, no, it's fine if you don't like him. <clears throat> no, but I mean, I'm saying even people who did vote for him are a little concerned <laughs> with some good. of the stuff that's going they're on. They're not that concerned. They're, they're, nobody's that concerned. But I'm just saying, uh, if you didn't like Trump, and once in a while on Facebook you put, hey, look what he did. I don't yeah. like this. Yeah. But I'm talking about people that every hour on the hour, here's another thing and another thing and another thing and another. It's like they're sitting around worrying about this all day. What's wrong with them? It, it, it's funny because yesterday they put out that big uh, video about him throwing um, the CBS guy. That was great. We have it yeah, up on the But they put page. that out as a negative. Oh, look at it. He threw him out of the White House. Oh, yeah. No, it's very funny. Uh, we have it up on the web page today. He just, this John Dickerson, if you saw the interview, the half hour on Sunday morning, he's just annoying. He's like a beaver, like a, like a woodpecker just pecking away at him for a half hour. But this is the last minute where... He just won't stop. So Trump goes, all right, that's it. That's enough. And he walks away. But it was all posted as a negative by yeah, a he, lot of people. It's very funny. He walks over to his desk and he starts working. Yeah. Now, Dickerson's standing here. Well, what do I do? Do I leave? <laughs> but if, yeah, if you see it on Facebook, Trump has an epic meltdown. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you see the word epic on uh, Facebook, you can be sure it's nothing special. Like I, Whenever you see that epic word, it says, I'm watching yesterday on Facebook. Stephen Colbert's epic takedown of Donald Trump. <laughs> I put it on. It's two jokes, the same jokes he does every night about Donald Trump. Uh, so you, you got to come. Anyway, we'll have the, one of the greatest psychiatrists in the world uh, come here and explain this to us. Right. And also explain, if you have a friend or relative who's one of these nuts, what do you do? How do you talk to him? How do you approach it? How should you handle it? Uh, like yesterday, uh, was President Trump saying something about Andrew Jackson uh, he had a bigger heart. He would have had he been around. We wouldn't. Well, have Well, no, he didn't say had he been around. Well, he said something like that. 
he, he said um, something about he could have stopped it or something like that. I, if you read it, he said, had, had he been around, we wouldn't have had the Civil War. I don't know if that's true or not true. I don't think he knows if it's true or not. But it doesn't mean anything. You, no, nobody said crazier things than Barack Obama. You remember when he said there was 57 states? Right. You remember when he said Hawaii is in Asia? I mean, you can go look at the video. It's all over YouTube. But he grew up in Hawaii. He doesn't know it's not in Asia. <laughs> I mean, there's a million. Hey, the king was Joe Biden. You remember how many crazy things Biden would say? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, nobody ever thought anything of it. You, you wouldn't see this all. But this uh, Andrew Jackson comment, historically, I don't think he was correct about uh, that Andrew Jackson could have prevented the Civil War. But you'll see this being analyzed on CNN. You know, Don Lemon will analyze it for 40 minutes. Right. Is the president suffering from dementia? Does he have Alzheimer's? You know, he's one of those guys that talks all the time. And anybody just constantly, constantly, constantly talks. Once in a while, so, oh, that's not exactly correct. That won't be right. Uh, and, and it's like the tweeting. You know, once in a while, you'll get a crazy tweet. And they're all funny. I think they're all pretty good tweets. But, when, oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. But I always quote the brilliant Tammy Bruce, who once said about those tweets, he said, I'd rather be occasionally offended by Donald Trump than left for dead by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> So that's All right. a, always, always bear that in mind. Uh, hey, the Tony nominations are out. Uh, Come From Away, that is a very touching musical, Broadway musical. Surprised everybody. It came out of nowhere. was the big surprise hit of the season. It's really good. That got the nomination for Best Musical. That's, I think, the favorite to win for Best Musical, by the way. And Groundhog Day opened a, a few weeks ago. And everybody, I haven't seen it, but everybody raves. Michael Riedel, all those guys say it's a fantastic show, but it hasn't done well for some reason. And they all say the guy starring in it is brilliant, but it hasn't done well. So it got the Tony nomination for Best Musical. Hopefully things will pick up. And that guy in it who's brilliant, I don't know, I can't remember his name, he got nominated for uh, Best Actor. So go see Groundhog Day, Come From Away. Also nominated Best Musical, Dear Evan Hansen and Natasha Pierre and The Great Comet of 1812. See, this show has no shot. With a name like that. Exactly. Uh, I mean, you know, when you say to someone, hey, did you see Hamilton? But you can't say, hey, did you see Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812? doesn't have a ring to it. It just doesn't work. Hello, Dolly is a revival, so that's not qualified yeah, for That's got a ring. Best musical. But that, that got, got nominated for Best Revival. Bette Midler got nominated for Best Actress. That's pretty good. I can see you're falling asleep at this. All right, here's some big news, Broadway news. <laughs> Guess who's going to do a one-man show on Broadway? Michael Moore has announced he will be doing a one-man oh, show man. on Broadway. He says this is the one-man show. This is the one Broadway show that will bring down President Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the good thing about a Michael Moore movie is for most of the movie, you don't have to look at him. <laughs> You're looking at other stuff. Uh, so him on Broadway, and he's not that exciting to watch as a speaker or as a performer, uh, but to look at him on stage for two hours, aye, aye, aye. yeah, it's going to be rather tough. Uh, it's not a, I mean, as far as a Broadway show, I imagine you'd be saving a lot of money on wardrobe, a couple of sweatshirts, and you're you're ready to go. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Well, you know what? I think he does very well. Oh, in this city? Of course. Yeah, I think he does very You know, for the most part, you go to Broadway, the audience is mostly tourists that come from yeah. around the country. But uh, for this guy... Uh, he's got a built-in audience of every crazy Upper West Side, Upper mm -hmm. East Side, every liberal uh, Manhattan, everything. So they'll all probably be there. He might do very, very well. There's a hidden audience uh, that'll come out for this guy. What, what could he say that he hasn't said already? 
Well, he can probably say uh, the best of all the things he said, and then he'll probably write some even juicier uh, things. I, I have a feeling this does very well. But uh, all the crazy liberals that go see it, that might only keep it going for six months. So I don't know if that's enough to make it a, make it a success. Hey, uh, don't, are you thinking of going to Europe right now? State Department, terror alert. Eesh. For Europe, every country. Every country is in the terror alert. That's that's a big thing right now. Uh, U.S. issues travel warnings for France, Russia, Sweden, United Kingdom. Uh, said Islamic State and Al-Qaeda now have the ability to plan and execute terrorist attacks all over Europe. If you're going, they stay. they say, stay away from malls, hotels, clubs, restaurants, parks, airports. Where the hell are you supposed to go? Yeah, what does that leave? <laughs> so, so you can go to like an insurance company office. That's about all that's not on this list. There's more on this list. For, uh, government facilities, uh, places of worship, uh, and other locations. In other words, you can't go anywhere in Europe right now. For them to issue that warning, there must be something specific there. You know what's interesting? Uh, Donald Trump is always attacking the press viciously. And a lot of people say, you know, you can't do that. You can't get away with that. So Pat Buchanan, he used to be in the Nixon administration, wrote a piece on how this really works. And everybody forgets, back in uh, 68, 69, Nixon becomes president. In the first year or two, right in the first year, he had a war on the media. Now, he didn't always do it himself. He would send the vice president, Spiro Agnew, out there. Oh, that's right. And he would make these unbelievably vicious speeches against the media. You know, remember those phrases, the nadering nabobs of negative? That's right. That was and it, he'd yes. call them crooks and liars and thieves. And Nixon apparently would go over the speeches and approve the uh, wording. They were vicious. I mean, really vicious. He would tear. You know, it wasn't funny like Trump did. I mean, you were really vicious attacks. He went all over the place calling the press the enemy, that they were an adversary press, totally out of touch. I mean, vicious attacks. So what happened after a year of that? Well, Buchanan points out that at the end of the year, Nixon's approval ratings were through the roof. And the media's approval rates were really, really low. So it apparently paid off, and then Nixon went off, uh, went on to win a forty-nine state landslide. Yeah, well, the media then eventually brought him down. Well, they didn't bring him down. He did uh, get well, involved no, by, in Watergate. By, you know, just not letting go of this thing. Well, no, but he did actually do uh, some stuff that right, was wrong. Right, so right. I mean, they didn't bring him down. He got caught, uh, not in Watergate. He had nothing to do with the break-in, but he got involved in the cover-up. But uh, Buchanan points out the history of this is. The media will walk away from this damaged in one way or another in that uh, their approval ratings keep sinking and sinking and sinking. And to watch them get so vicious and ugly makes people realize that they are really not an objective press. They've got an agenda. uh, They've got skin in the game. And they're taking a side. And he also points out, even if they did bring Trump down like they brought Nixon down, for tens and tens of millions of people who like the guy, they never, ever trust their like the media again. So it's a lose-lose situation for the media. Not good. I mean, even um, even a real liberal right now kind of realizes the media is not objective. They may appreciate the bias, but they know it's not objective. Well, well I think I people kind of know when you pick up the New York Times – and the front page is 72 articles attacking Donald Trump. But this is not the old New York Times that they knew. There might be one article of something. And here's the other question. Let's say Trump actually does do something wrong. How will they ever be able to report it now? Who's going to even notice after a million hit pieces? 
What if he really did do something wrong? Nobody would look, listen to it. It'd be buried in the middle of a thousand other attacks. Uh, hey, that ferry, uh, that uh, ferry system that mm-hmm. Mayor yep. de Blasio uh, unveiled yesterday. You take the ferry from the Rockaways. Seems great. Yeah, exactly. Except I'm looking at this one. Stalled for an hour and couldn't leave. And they uh, had to get another ferry. Oh, well, that happens. And uh, the subway system, apparently they can't get the escalators to work. Yeah. Why would that be, though? They're you know, old, I guess. They're not that old. Hey, you go into Macy's, they got the oldest escalators in the world. They're always working. Well, maybe they're not properly maintained. I would think there's a ton of traffic in uh, Macy's. Yeah. But well, how many times you go on a subway, the, the elevator escalators are not working? It's it's awful. Yeah. And, and it's not a regular escalator. It's like a two-story escalator. Yeah. And if you've ever taken that Second Avenue subway, it is frightening. I can't take that thing. Right, too low? You, have to- you don't realize how far down yeah. underground it is. You know, uh, I think it was 70 seconds. It was one of the Second Avenue subway stops. There was no escalator. I couldn't find it. All there was was an elevator. No escalator. Oh, man. So I told him, we'll get to take the elevator. Get in the, it's one of those glass elevators. You can see as it goes down one floor, two floors, three floors, four floors. It's scary. The scariest elevator. It goes down six floors underground. Oh, man. It's frightening that you're down that low. So I don't know. I just got the creeps in that place. And then I'm talking to a guy later who's one of the top law enforcement guys in the world. He runs like the special forces of, of NYPD. So I said something. He goes, oh, he said, I can't get in that. I said, really? He said, I'm not going six floors underground in a tunnel they had trouble building. So <laughs> if he's afraid, uh, to just think about that before you take that Second Avenue subway. Oh, no, actually, take the Second Avenue subway. It reduces the crowds That's on right, the other on the subway. Other yeah, 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 you take the Second Avenue subway. Uh, we'll get to Jimmy Kimmel coming up. That was pretty touching last I night. I know it, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, we'll get to that in a moment. House of Cards Season 5 is coming. Right. Billions. The final episode of Season 2 is this Sunday night. I watched uh, last night's oh, episode. Oh, you finally saw Yeah, wow. That, that the most amazing episode? It, it does twists and it turns. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen the last episode of Billions, unbelievable the twists and turns that took. And I can't imagine what's going to happen this Sunday night. Anyway, uh, check out the webpage. There's some great stuff up there. If you want to see this interview, well, it's not the interview. The interview is like 40 minutes of this uh, John Dickerson, very biased, very smart guy, but a very biased CBS anchor. And he is just pounding away at Trump like a woodpecker for 40 minutes. And then watch at the end. He just won't let up. He just won't stop. So finally, Trump goes, that's it. Enough. <laughs> Enough. And he walks away from him, and he goes over the desk and starts working. Dickerson's standing there. doesn't know what to do. It's pretty funny. We got that up on the webpage. <laughs> and then, hey, when Trump attacks CNN or MSNBC, fake news, they're liars. Everybody says, that's unheard of. A president can't talk like that. President Obama did it all the time to Fox News. He called them liars. He said they're broadcasting false stories. Watch a collage of all many of the times that he did it. We've got that up on the web page. It seemed fine when he did it. It was okay if he did it. And then uh, watch this clip. Elizabeth Warren is on with Bill Maher, and they're discussing something. But she starts to disagree with him, and he uh, he's just kidding, but he calls her Pocahontas. But watch her reaction. She is not amused. Uh, so it's all up on the web page. Go to 710WOR.com, then go over to the Mark Simone page. Well, you could just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Mark. W-O-R. All right, we'll take some calls. 800-321-0710 is the number. Let's go to Bob in Mountainside. Hey, Bob. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mark. Hey, uh, you just mentioned about ISIS being all over Europe and able to plan. 
you know, that's a result of just some silly, stupid Middle East policies. And I'm a little disappointed in President Trump. He said that we weren't going to be the world's policemen. And then they had that, um, I think it was a false flag, and I think it's been proven to be. Um, over in Syria, and then he just reflexively. Well, it's not. Know, it's not proven to be a false flag. We watched those planes take off and deliver the chemical weapons live on uh, satellite video, so it, we pretty much know who they are. There's no evidence it's a false flag. It's it, it sounds good, but there's no evidence of that. And sure, that, it was that MIT professor proved it to be. A false I would flag. always. You've already discredited yourself whenever I hear the phrase MIT professor. Reverse barometer. Like Bernanke, right? No, no, no. MIT professor always discount anything they're saying. Crazy liberal Trump hater professor. That's not a legitimate source. But uh, our our intelligence was watching those Syrian planes as they took off, as they delivered the chemical weapons. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying. It is a good point that Trump said we won't get involved, we won't do anything. But it seemed to be an extremely limited surgical strike, a little response to one thing. Uh, and hopefully that's it. Let's go to Sergio in New Jersey. Hey, Sergio. Hi, Mark. You were talking about the uh, Second Avenue Station being deep down underground? Yeah, I don't like being six stories underground. Well, the deepest station in New York is up in... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Washington Heights on 191st Street. Well, how deep, up there. how deep could it be? It's about 180 feet on the ground. Oh my God! And that's solid rock up there. What? But so, how do you get out? You take an elevator. Yep, that's all. That's the only way in, the only way out. And you do this all the time? No, no, I, I, I'm not there anymore. I grew up up there. Oh, okay, yeah. I would. Uh, first of all, I don't like being eight stories underground, and I'm not taking an MTA elevator. They can't even get the escalators to, to work right. Imagine being on an MTA elevator, six stories underground. Hey, I get nervous going in that Apple store. On 59th Street. Now, uh, by the way, you know, you remember that Apple store under the GM building? It's the whole uh, basement, and it's been closed for six months. They have a temporary uh, Apple store set up over in the first floor there. But what the hell is going on in there? If you notice now, the whole cube is covered up. Well, apparently, they're going to make the biggest, most spectacular Apple store you've ever seen underground, under the building. Now, how do you make it bigger? Apparently, they've bought the parking lot. The whole parking garage of the building, or half of it, it's going to be like two stories. It's going to have plants and trees and everything underground in that Apple store. You know, as the whole retail business is collapsing, Apple is flourishing at retail. They they don't just you know rent a space for a store. They buy the most spectacular buildings. Look at Soho, Prince Street. They bought that old post office building. Look at uh, 74th and Madison. They bought that old bank building. So... You can make it in retail if you know what you're doing. And they have good customer service. Great customer yeah, service. As soon as you walk in the door, somebody's there hey, to help you. How many times you say, well, I'm going to go in that Apple store because I want, and then you look and say, oh, my God, it's 5 million people. In yeah. there, so I'll go another time. And that one on uh, 59th Street, that's 24 hours. And then people like me say, well, I'll be going home at 3 in the morning. Let me stop there. <laughs> Forget it. 3 in the morning, it's still packed.
But they, there's usually somebody who can help you real quickly. Yeah. Uh, by the way, never go to that genius bar. The guys that work on the floor, those uh, men and women, they always know everything. You just show them, and they'll tell you. If they say go to the genius bar, forget it. It's like a real freak who knows nothing. They'll. They, no, I mean, I sat at the genius bar. This guy was, was fixing everything. Come well, in. for you, because you're probably saying, how do you turn this off? Well, I mean, there were, some, well, there were simple things. How <laughs> do I plug in my headphones? It's like, but uh, you go to that genius bar, it's like, uh, they all look like uh, Taylor on Billions. <laughs> you want that. Freak. Oh, yeah, actually you do. They're pretty smart. Hey, Jimmy Kimmel, that was pretty powerful. He uh, took a week off. Nobody quite knew why, but um, he had a uh, baby, he and his wife, and the baby had uh, heart Heart condition, yeah. Heart condition needed surgery. It was pretty touching. Uh, I have a story to tell about something that... And he's tearing up. Uh, I have a story to tell about something that happened to our family last week. I'm sorry. You know, I I try not to get emotional, but it was a scary story. And before I go into it, I want you to know it has a happy ending, okay? So when I'm telling this, don't get too upset. Leave that to me. But a little over a week... He tells the story of this uh, baby and what we got. Who knows what he went through that... uh... He said it was the worst three hours of his life. Yeah. They did an echocardiogram, which is a sonogram of the heart, and found that Billy was born with... um, a heart disease, uh, something called tetralogy of Fallot with pulmonary atresia. It's hard to explain. Basically, the pulmonary valve was completely blocked. It's hard to watch. It was very, yeah, very powerful. So we put the baby in an ambulance to Children's Hospital, Los Angeles. And on Monday morning, Dr. Starnes opened his chest and fixed one of the two defects in his heart. He went in there with a scalpel and did some kind of magic that I, I couldn't even begin to explain. He opened the valve, and the operation was a success. It was the longest three hours of my life. No, it's quite a story. But he is in Hollywood, and he is a comedian, so you must get political. We need to make sure that the people who are supposed to represent us, the people who are meeting about this right now in Washington, understand that very clearly. Let's stop with the nonsense. This isn't football. There are no teams we are the team. It's the United States. Don't let their partisan squabbles divide us on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah but on the other hand, uh, the idea of Obamacare is wonderful, but you want to make sure it works. You don't want to have what we got now, which was written by the insurance companies, where plenty of people's premiums went from 200 a month to 2400 a month. You know how many people are paying 1500 a month for health care? That's, that's the part that's got to be fixed. And uh, hopefully will soon. Uh, when we come back, Dr. Keith Ablo, the great psychiatrist. Of course, you see him Fox News. And uh, he's really good at we'll, we'll try to figure out what the hell is going on with you liberals. Calm the hell down for a second. Stop yelling for two minutes. <laughs> what is wrong with them? How far can they go being screaming angry maniacs all day and night? And then we'll ask him... Uh, what do you do when uh, your family a member or a friend or you're having dinner and you got they they hate Trump and how do you talk to them how do you how do you deal with that well I was asking about Kim Jong Un can you actually negotiate with a nut well, <laughs> we'll get to all that coming up on seven ten W O R let's get to the latest news here's hey Dr Keith Ablo probably the best known psychiatrist in the world uh, of course you know him from Fox News and the uh, best selling author you can go to his website keithablo.com and uh, follow him on Twitter Dr Keith Ablo how you doing I'm doing okay Mark how are you very good hey uh, we were talking before about um uh, listen I understand uh, President Trump gets elected the Democrats aren't happy uh, liberals aren't happy but they've been uh, like it's been like a hundred day primal scream from them. <laughs> 
protesting, picketing. Every time I pick up the paper, a thousand articles, CNN, all these yell and scream. They can't keep this up, can they? Well, I wouldn't advise it. I suppose that, (laughs) (laughs) right? Look, it's like a group therapy session, except there's no therapist. This is like if, if, if patients got together with tremendous anger, and very little insight, and just decided to do sort of a a group scream, exactly as you're saying. Instead of, what would we want for people we care about, even if they're liberals? Insight. We'd want to say, look, here's the thing. There's a reason you're not resonating with American voters. And there's a reason why you prefer to put out news that isn't legitimate. Because isn't it easier just to create an echo chamber for your opinions? It's less work. And after all, it's reaffirming that you're special. But in the end, it doesn't get things done, and people will catch on that you're creating unreality. It's like any other drug. You want to be a drug pusher, eventually people are going to figure it out. Yeah, but some of these people, these uh, editorial writers, are just uh, attacking viciously every day. But have you ever seen anybody keep that up for months and months on end and not go insane? (laughs) Um, I I believe that there's so much history here of people being told half-truths or untruths. Detox takes a long time, Mark. You know what, what your question is really about? Keith, have you ever seen people who are addicted to cocaine or another drug who struggle mightily for years or decades to actually cope with reality? Well, yeah. Absolutely. And these are those people. What's the drug? Entitlements. The sense that you need not pay for anything. The idea that we're really not a force in the world that we have to put muscle behind in order for liberty not to die everywhere. Well, isn't it comforting? It's like getting high. That's why, why states are legalizing marijuana. Partly it can help people, okay? There are people with chronic pain, etc. But isn't it interesting that right now people would say, well, let's start legalizing things uh, that intoxicate people. And Trump is coming in saying, well, wait a second, I want to think about that too. You know, having no borders when you have a country is an illusion. It's a delusion, a delusion, a fixed and false belief that you can have a country with no borders. It's obviously patently absurd. It's like being high. Detox can take a long time, buddy. Hey, um, for those of us who have uh, family members or friends who hate Trump, they just scream and yell like a man. You can't bring it up with them. What do you do when you're with them? Do you not mention it? Do you uh, you can't pretend to agree with them? But what do you, how do you handle it? I think not mentioning is probably the uh, highest road, uh, the path of least resistance. However, but I, sometimes, like the other night, I'm sitting with this person, and she said, "I can't sleep at night. I'm so that the end of the world is coming." She starts. She starts. What do I do? Well, you know, uh, uh, I'll have to say this. Uh, <laughs> in this case, I'd be saying, "Do as I say, not as I do." So I better tell you what I do. <laughs> yeah. I actually engage because I think the stakes are so high that it's not okay not to confront those people. Those people almost destroyed our country. Okay, I take it very seriously. This is the country in which we're raising our kids and grandkids. Those people, even if there are enough families, they almost undid the whole thing. And I, I can't 
really be that forgiving of it, and I become confrontational, and I recommend other people do too. I say, now, wait a second. You understand you make no sense? And I know you're in my home. I know it's a holiday, but I got to tell you, you sound like a lunatic. Well, well, but yeah, but then, first of all, you can't convince him of anything, and then they leave saying, he's nuts. He went crazy. He's so- Absolutely fine. We agree to disagree. You think I'm crazy. I think you're dangerous. That's okay. If that means you don't talk to me anymore, you know, it's not like I'm on the phone with a pediatrician, God forbid, talking about my kid's health. I can do without you, too. Yeah. That's the psychiatrist's advice. I can do without you, too. Hmm. Because we, hey, what did, what did God say to Abraham? He said, look, if you're going to follow the truth, you might be called upon, even God forbid, to take your son's life, meaning not we're not going to take our son's lives, but we send our kids to war. And why do we do that? Because there are values that we're willing to defend with our lives or the lives of our loved ones. If you've got to tell a cousin, hey, you're all wet, you make no sense, I can't believe you're saying these things, you're a dangerous person, get out. That's nothing. Well, but you're the most famous psychiatrist around. I mean, from you, it might work. For me, I don't know. We're talking with Dr. Keith Ablo. Hey, uh, Kim Jong-un, and people say uh, Trump shouldn't even try to negotiate. You can't talk to a nut like that. Uh, Can you negotiate with somebody like that? Sure. I mean, I, I don't think that it's absolutely beyond the realm of possibility that someone could craft a narrative that would pierce his fear about being uh, not powerful. After all, this is someone who has a life story. It's not like he came to the planet as an alien. Part of his life story is that he is descended from other dictators, and he's never really had a chance to have a real life. I mean, I have no idea what he was. He used to like basketball, supposedly, in school and draw these detailed drawings of American pro basketball players. Could someone like Donald Trump become a father figure who moves this seeming irrational person toward emulating him instead of his father and grandfather? Sure, it's possible. Hey, the other day, Trump started talking very nicely about him. He said he took over at 27. You know how tough that must have been for this kid? and Oh, so brilliant. How tough he had to be to survive. All the people are trying to take that power from him. So is, is that part of that strategy, become like a fatherly figure? Sure. It's also, by the way, it's also the truth. Right. So, you know, if you, the truth is so powerful that if you were able to say, look, here's the thing, you must I understand why you're angry, Kim, because after all, we don't even know what your dreams were, man. And, yeah. and now you're possessed of these. You want to be seen as powerful. But let's be honest. Right. Uh, people who were powerful in your life, they may not have listened to what you needed. Let's think together. What is it that would really make you look like a hero to your people? And let's partner up, man. Now, he's, if, if there's ever been a person on the face of the earth who's looking for a dad, yeah. that's the guy. Well, yeah, but what about these State Department bureaucrats will all start screaming, you can't negotiate with them, you, you can't have talks, you, there's no direct talks. Do they actually- yeah, well, you know, these are the same people who were screaming, this uh, guy, Donald Trump, he could never be elected. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Utterly impossible. I, I think, you know, a lot of things that were thought to be not possible are now possible now that we've shed the pretense that you must be a career politician to hold the highest office in the land. Why can't we rethink everything? Yeah. Hey, uh, Dr. Keith Abler, we can read your stuff for Fox News Opinion. Uh, dot com. Yes, sir. Foxnews.com, the opinion section. You'll see some of my stuff there. And, uh, 
you know, keep doing therapy with people, Mark. You're yeah. doing great. Your hey, listeners are going to be the most healthy psychological people on the planet. One more thing. You had a great piece about Aaron Hernandez, a guy that tough, a killer like that. What, 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 why would a guy like that take his life all of a sudden? Well, you know, I think um, there's nobody, everything in the world makes sense, right? So uh, the trouble is, Aaron Hernandez, if he couldn't carry a football, if he hadn't been so gifted in high school and thereafter, you know, he might have gotten some attention. He, he had a tough life. He went through a bit of hell. But you know what? I think, uh, unfortunately, he had this gift, and people passed the buck, and they moved him along. And he was still that shattered human who wanted to pe- feel even more powerful than scoring touchdowns. He wanted to feel like a gangland figure. and this is what happens. Wow. Hey, if you want to read some interesting stuff, uh, follow Keith Ablo on Twitter and uh, Fox News on the opinion section. And uh, you can go to his website, keithablo.com. Dr. Keith Ablo, always great talking to you. Thanks for being with us. Always great coming on, buddy. Take care. All right. Take care. Well, that's interesting. So confront them when they start yelling about Trump. And he's the nation's leading psychiatrist. He says confront them. Don't let it go. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you're having dinner and they start in with that. It's the worst president. And you you go, yeah, yeah, you're right. You, you just can't deal with it. Anyway, check out the webpage. We've got some great stuff up there. Uh, now, watch this. Here's the uh, very biased anchor, John Dickerson. He's a pretty smart guy. I know he's a very nice guy, but just very biased. And he's a, it's a 45-minute interview he is. It's going after Trump just jabbing and jabbing, pecking at him like a woodpecker. So after about 45 minutes of this, it just it's, who could take this? So this is just the end. Watch this clip at the end where President Trump finally just cuts him off and says, that's it. That's it. I can't talk to you anymore. And he walks away. He just walks away and goes to the desk and starts working. Dickerson's standing there. He doesn't know what to do. It's pretty funny. We got that up on the web page. Uh, also, watch, uh, you know, every time uh, President Obama attacks CNN or MSNBC, fake news, you see that little wormy Brian Stelter or these other people saying, this is unheard of. A president can't attack a network. It's never... It happened before a president attacking the network. It happened all the time with President Obama. He was always attacking Fox, accusing them of lying, saying they were broadcasting fake stories. Here's a little collage of a dozen times when uh, President Obama did it to Fox. Seemed to be okay then, but uh, take a look at that. Oh, also watch this clip. Elizabeth Warren is on with Bill Maher, and uh, she starts to argue with him. She says, well, I don't agree with you, and she starts debating him. Well, as a joke, he calls her Pocahontas. Watch her reaction. She was not amused. Uh, it's all up on the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com. Then you go over to the Mark Simone page. Or you could just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Mark. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.